listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 358. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the birthday boy, as of day of recording, John Brownstone. Yeah, and here I am having to work. I know. Only a little bit of work. True. This is, I think, the only thing I'm asking of you today that uh, might feel like labor, because what I asked of you earlier was definitely for funsies. It was, and I enjoyed myself immensely. Yes. So if you, uh, we'll talk about it later. But if you don't know, uh, birthday spanks are given around here on birthdays, mm-hmm. and uh, JB does not receive. JB gives. That's right. I receive, and I received <laughs> because how old are you? Sixty-two. And one to grow <laughs> on. One to grow on. Uh, we, we actually, because of the topic of this week. We'll probably talk a little bit about that later. So, uh, yeah, this week we're actually giving a six-month update uh, on what it's been like to put our kinky fuckery and schedule our kinky fuckery around being on OnlyFans and whether that's been a good thing, a bad thing, a neutral thing. That's what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. And also, yes, probably the birthday spankings because that happened today. (laughs) And it will be up on our OnlyFans (coughs) probably by the time this episode comes out. There you go. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at lovingbdsm, on FetLife at lovingbdsmpc, on Instagram and threads, both at that handle I fucking hate. <laughs> At Loving DS on the number one, so at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> You'll have a little editing little, to do. A little technical glitch there, but now yeah, we're, we're through it now. That's why we get here early. Yep. And, um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to put the fan on. I'm going to put the fan on. Uh, Podcast listeners, you don't know, but we almost couldn't bring you in to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) My brain was uh, scrambling for... for how, what to suggest of how we could make that work. Oh, I, I would. I, I already knew what to do. And, and the you probably eventuality of, of something occurring. So yeah. And it's probably. I probably would have suggested something similar, and it would not have been. All I would like have had. All I would have to do was start a new instance of. That's what I thought. Of audacity, and then cut that in later, and yada yada. Do all my editing magic. Okay, we've bored everybody now. Right. Nobody is gonna <laughs> stick around <laughs> for this week's topic. Uh, announcements. I've said it already. I'm going to say it again, especially for those who sometimes skip like the beginning parts or whatever. It's JB's birthday. Happy fucking birthday. I love you very much. Fucking thank you. Are you? I've been saying how, how old because I talk about the birthday space. Yeah. He's 62. Yep. Yep. For like a brief moment. Um, I'm 19 years younger than you until my birthday in October <laughs> when I switch back to being 18 years younger than you. <laughs> So, um, you know, did you regret after what happened this morning? You, do you have any regrets whatsoever um, being in such an age gap relationship? No, but as I said to you earlier, <laughs> I feel like 22 is the new 62. <laughs> or 62 is the new 22. That's what I was. I said that backwards. 62 is the new 22. 22 smacks would have been fine. <laughs> Well, you know what? It I feel sixty-two up here uh-huh. in the head. The rest of me does not feel twenty-two. 
do you mean you uh, feel uh, 22, 22 in your head? in my head. Like, wow, what does 62 feel like? Yeah, I still think I'm 25, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. My my mind doesn't have a comprehension of what my age is. I mean, is. The, the, the rest of me is just kind of creaking along at this point. So I do think, and this is not <laughs> universal to everybody, because things age you well beyond just your years. But in my head of like when I was a kid and growing up and even in my 20s and even my 30s, a picture of what 60 anything, 60 something looked like mm -hmm. was much older than what it has been in my experience with the people in my life. My mother is one year older than you. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, <laughs> and she does not strike me as somebody who air quote, looks like she's in her 60s. Yeah. She never goes out in the sun, that does help. And she gets her hair dyed, so that does help. But while yes, I can see when I look at pictures that you have aged over 10 years together, of course you have, so yeah. have I. Um, whatever I used to think 60 something was, no. If I had to try and clock you, I'd go, oh, 50 something, early 50s. Well, like thank I you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but also I could will would never be that person of guess my age. I will never I can't. I can't. <laughs> so yeah. Top announcement is that it's JB's birthday as of day of recording for podcast listeners. Uh it's that's the Wednesday. You're hearing this on Friday at the earliest. So happy birthday, Jenny. Uh, the next uh, little announcement, it should come as no shock to anybody based on the topic. This week's episode is brought to you by our OnlyFans, AKA our spicy page. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it in like in depth. Well, I don't know in depth. We're gonna talk about it in detail. Um, but so I'll start here by saying, if what you hear in this episode about our OnlyFans page interests you at all, the link is in the places for YouTube folks. It's in the link tree because I, I'm not putting the OnlyFans link directly yeah. in YouTube for them to shut me down. We're not doing that. Um, and podcast listeners, it's on our show notes page. It is a direct link to OnlyFans because on my own website, I can do what the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> if, if, and I know watching people through an OnlyFans and seeing like naked or half naked people is not for everybody. Uh, if you do join as a brand new fan, you can join at 50% off. It's so the first month is $5. After that, if you decide to renew, it's $10 a month. Um, I feel like that's reasonable for the content we put out and how we run our OnlyFans page. Um, we are still a, a baby little OnlyFans page, um, only six months in. We're still sorting some things out for ourselves, but I feel like we've gotten into a good pattern. Mm -hmm. We're fairly consistent. So there's like always, almost always new content coming out on a regular basis. So if this interests you at all uh, to see what we're talking about, that's how you can do it. Um, but for this week's episode, yes, we're gonna talk about like what our OnlyFans page is. Yes, this episode is also a big advertisement for our OnlyFans page, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about the concept of scheduling and planning and yes, monetizing our fuckery and scene life and how that's impacted the power exchange and just our kink life in general. And um, so I also wanna say this is not like a thing where I think everybody should go out and make an OnlyFans. I think you should if you want to, I encourage mm -hmm. that uh, as long as you're realistic about how that actually works. And that's a maybe a different conversation. Um, but I think that for um, anybody listening or watching the takeaway for, I don't wanna monetize my <laughs> kink life is more about the planning and the scheduling if you're capable of it, if that works for your life and your personal like health and well-being, So that's the crossover on the topic for why this might matter to people who 
don't want to start an OnlyFans. But also, maybe this week's topic is just interesting for people who are like, I'm kind of nosy and I want to know how that works, even if I would never <laughs> do it myself. This one's for you too. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. So I tried because this is kind of a wide ranging sort of topic that could get really mm -hmm. jumbled really quickly to actually section this off by like, here's, we're going to talk about these things in kind of an order. Okay. okay. And so we are going to set the scene first um, for the, what we do on OnlyFans. So you understand how this could impact our kink life at all. So you, you know what the hell's going on. So first of all, we first mentioned that we had an OnlyFans publicly uh, back in episode 337 uh, for mm -hmm. podcast listeners where they're, they're numbered. That was in mid January. It was actually a bonus section episode. I can't remember exactly what was going on anymore. I'd have to go back to the episode and, and listen to it or watch it again. But something had gone on and it was you who said, I don't have it in me to do a topic but I do want to stream. And so we did a bonus mm -hmm. section episode and we talked about our OnlyFans then. And so this okay. is approximately the six month mark. Oh. I think we had, I'd been posting to our OnlyFans for a little bit before we actually talked about it. So there was something there. So for us, it's just past the six month mark for purposes of telling people it existed. We're just before, so it all works out. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we should uh, talk about is what we do on our OnlyFans slash what people might see if they showed up. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe some of that? Um, playful. <laughs> well, that, that's, you know what? I'll say that is very true. We don't script anything. None of it is um, us air quote acting. I'm, mm -hmm. not, I'm not capable of it. It just doesn't work. Um, and two, that would, that would, that would be too much and more than I want to do. And I would have fizzled out right away. Our banter, the way we banter in scenes, if the camera wasn't there, the only difference I think is that we're we try to be louder. So the sound will pick up. Yeah. And I think we're more aware of a video camera, like a, vi it's my phone y'all, but of recording. Mm -hmm. So the ban we banter a lot. The, <laughs> The, we've talked about this in past episodes where our scene seating has changed over the years and the sadist and masochist are always there. It's, there's going to be some kind of discomfort for me and I'm looking forward to it, even if I'm scared of it. But <laughs> over the years, we also incorporated the daddy baby girl vibe of the mm -hmm. playfulness, the sassiness. And so, yes, you're right. There is that playful element um, in our scenes i was thinking more specifically what do we record um impact play yes uh orgasm uh control mm -hmm. uh bondage not as much bondage as i th i think we had thought we would do in the beginning yeah. but we are getting there like right. you're, we, we're slowly doing more we've done wax play uh -huh. so all our favorite kinks done, done electro play we've done electro play um, right now, as we're recording, it's summer and these children are home. And for the person who's going to ask how we do that with kids, we don't do it around them and we don't talk to them about it. Right. What that means is during the school year, they would on days, our recording day is Wednesday. And so they would both be at school and we would time it so that we could get a scene recorded while they were gone. Um, and now that they're home, <laughs> 
we uh, plan our scenes according to where do we go if it's noisy. So we don't mm-hmm. do impact in the house since they tend to both be home when, when we want to be scening. <laughs> so we go out to JB's wood shop yes. in the backyard. Yes, in the heat of Florida. This week's scene in particular, I was gross and sweaty. You, you were a hot, sweaty mess by the before end. Before I even took my clothes off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, But we'll do quieter things in our bedroom. That's mostly where we mm-hmm. record is our bedroom. It's a very amateur setup. One, several lights to light up the joint, but one camera because it's my iPhone. Thanks. Um, on a tripod. We at least got that part. Um, but we'll do quieter things like recently we did a bondage tie that turned into nipple play slash torture. I somehow was not expecting that. I somehow thought you <laughs> we were just going to tie me up and we were going to be done. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> uh, we could do wax play inside because um, that could be quiet. I'm not really right. a screamer during wax play. Um, we did do one scene that started out quiet and the next thing quiet ish. The next thing I know you're going down on me and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a screamer mm-hmm. when there are orgasms involved. And so I was aware that there were people who could have hurt us. And so I had to clamp my hand over my mouth, which was both fun and like ridiculous at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we we have had sex on camera. Yep. That tends that I don't think is ever actually pre-planned. That's a very that's in the very, moment. That's, that's very spontaneous. Right. Yes. And the way we handle our particular OnlyFans is the kink scene impact bondage. I mean, even oral. We've we've we put that on our main timeline on our OnlyFans, and then what we just call our sex tapes. If it's us having sex, that will be a separate video that the only way you can access is to pay extra money in in the parlance of OnlyFans. It's called a PPV, pay-per-view message. Those are the only ones we send out anymore is like, you gotta pay to access Mm -hmm. them. Everything else lives on our timeline uh, in OnlyFans. So yeah, we do kind of a variety. Um, Sometimes we've done photo series, uh, especially Mm -hmm. with this summer. we, it took us a while to adjust to not being able to like keep our recording yeah. schedule. And we were like floundering for what do we do? Because we do charge for access to our OnlyFans. And so therefore feel a responsibility to produce content, right? Correct. Um, and so I've done a photo series of um, gory and slave positions. Um, you've done, we did a photo series with you out in the, the shop where you, <laughs> Uh, in each image, uh, slowly became more and more naked <laughs> until yep. it was what it was just your uh, work apron and your boots. Yeah, because safety, y'all. Uh, <laughs> um, so it, I think, is a pretty good depiction of what our kink life would it genuinely looks like. It's just mm-hmm. we have to think about it and plan it out, and yeah. like it's not a spontaneous. Um, oh, we're gonna record today. It's very structured. Yeah. This is a day we're gonna scene. If we scene, we record. Um, have we seen at any point where we did not record since we started? I think a couple times. Have yes. we? Okay, I could, can't yeah. remember. Um, now, some other things that you would see if you went to our OnlyFans, you will see not airbrushed, not societally uh, considered beautiful bodies. Uh, <laughs> you are 62 now. I am mm-hmm. 43. I am not a small woman. I am not a felt slim woman. <laughs> 
I just learned that I have what is called a B-shaped belly, which makes sense the moment I realized what it was. And if you know, you know, and if you don't, it's fine. Um, but we treat the way we record our scenes, I think, tell me what you think, as if we were in a dungeon or a play party, meaning you tend to be, but not always, are fully dressed, mm-hmm. or even at least mostly dressed. Yeah. I, depending on what we're doing, tend to just, I at least start in a thong. I am wearing underwear, but it's a thong. The thong is so that you have full access to the cheeks. Not those cheeks, yeah. Right. Um, also, you like to use the thong as a handle. Yep. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> we have had one scene where you rip the panties off. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times I end up naked, like full nudity, um, because there, you might, you might be going down on me. You might be fucking me. We might be using a vibrator. With these children being home, we haven't gotten to use vibrators and such no. as often as we would like. I'm ready for them to go back to school. Soon, uh, soon. <laughs> but that would be true even if we weren't recording. True. The way yeah. we seen when the kids are home versus when they are not, even at their age now, it, this. That is very true, regardless of whether we would record it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have boobs that sag, y'all. I got cellulite. I got stretch marks. I got weird tan lines. <laughs> I got a big old belly because I am uh, that type of person. And at that stage of life where if I gain weight, it goes to two places, my face and my stomach. And that's where, where it goes. Um, and so that's, you know, when people say, oh, and I understand why we use this term, but I don't like this term. Where can I go to see, quote, real bodies? Mm-hmm. If if that's your jam, man, have we got an OnlyFans page for you. <laughs> uh, it's as real as it fucking gets. I have become, no, not I have become. I am, when we're recording a scene together, not very self-conscious about it. Like, sort of like I would be at a, mm-hmm. at a club. Do I, do I wish I was slimmer? Do I wish that, you know, I had a shape that I prefer personally for myself yes but am i also gonna like get nearly naked because it's time to scene and you're about to do something devious to me even with a camera there yeah because i would do it in the club i would do it at a party Mm -hmm. i have and i do like i'm just like i'm on display whatever part of that's the exhibitionist and part of it is i'm i'm here to scene. that's what we're here to do you don't mind what I look like, so it don't matter what anybody else thinks. I think you're beautiful. I, you know, so Ooh, that's... And I think you're sexy. Mm. I See, you have well, the same reaction I have. I do. I do. Um, you know, um, I I have slowed down and my body has expanded in ways that I don't like. And, and I have a hard time uh, seeing myself. Yes. Like I that. understand that too. Um, it's 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 tough. Um, you know, yeah. There there was a there was a time if I just thought about losing weight. Oh God, yeah. You could cough and lose ten pounds. Okay, take you a know, shit. You lost twenty. And 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 I'd I'd lose weight, and mm. I am I'm struggling with it. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I've kind of almost given up. <laughs> I mean, same, but that's a whole other episode. And we could have that conversation at Mm -hmm. another time. Now, I have a question for you, though. Now, I do the editing on all of our all of our OnlyFans content, the images, the video, Mm -hmm. like all of that. That's me. So you don't really see much of it unless you want to see it. Right. How do you feel and or how has this changed over the past six months? 
when there have been times you've been butt ass naked, you've been right. fucking me on camera. Yes. Uh, which is a very strange feeling if, if it's not something you've ever done before. As, <laughs> as much of it as an, of an exhibitionist as I am, I'm like, oh, did, did anybody need to see my face do that in the middle of that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but knowing that sometimes you are on more display, willingly, mm-hmm. like y'all, the, the photographic strip tease in the woodshop, I thought it was kind of hot. <laughs> How do you feel about putting yourself out there that way and knowing others can see I I am a little bit more comfortable with it um being I I have always been more of a voyeur Mm -hmm. than than an exhibitionist um it feels strange Mm -hmm. to me not natural um and yet I have found in the times when I have done it I am not thinking about the, the the any recording that's mm-hmm. being done. I'm just in the, at that point, I'm just in the moment. So are you able most of the time, all the time, whatever, to be in the moment and not really think about the camera? More times than not. I, for me, I'm, the only time I'm really conscious of it is when we're talking. Like the, mm. this week's scene, we were back and forth bantering before anything happened. And I'm thinking about the fact that this is being recorded. Once I'm bent over something, I'm aware, but it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. Do you think that, how do I want to put this? Cause a lot of things are happening simultaneously. So I think this is really nuanced and I don't think there's a clear cut answer, but as you know, over the past year, two years longer, but really the past two years, you and I have both gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. We're both very, have been very self-conscious in a lot of situations about our bodies. And yet here yeah. on OnlyFans, we're just like, <laughs> whatever. Um, do you feel like bearing as much as you have through OnlyFans has helped either prevent your body, the way you view your body from dipping lower than it, mm-hmm. it could be has it helped raise your self-esteem has it kept is it neutral i, Does I it- think it's it's helped raise it a little bit especially when you tell me oh you know so someone has requested to see you you know doing xyz oh yeah you know and Keep talking i gotta let ella out okay right, poor, yeah poor girl she knows how to get in here but can't get back out <laughs> um no it 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 has it has definitely helped to some degree um so, you know, while I, I don't think I'm just going to go um, showing myself all over the way a lot of people do, um, <laughs> it, it, it has become easier, mm-hmm. per se. And, you know, I, I, I love, as the one who runs our OnlyFans, I love mm-hmm. letting you know, oh, this person requested this video and it was not a me it was a view mm-hmm. um we even we don't do a lot of it because our only fans is still very small um but we even do custom content and one of those things is you could sext in the dms with jb for a fee of course <laughs> and there have been people who have been interested they haven't actually taken us up on it but like you're actually more of a draw than you realize the the most likes or not always interaction, but certainly the most likes we get on things tend to be when it's you, you and your Dom look, you and, you know, half naked you, (laughs) you staring straight into the camera while you hold your own cock. Like, I mean, that, that's a, that's an intense, nice visual. (laughs) I enjoy that view as well. I don't want to watch what happens next because that's too voyeuristic for me. uh, But yeah, 
yeah, that's you got a you got an intensity about you. Um, <laughs> so I like the idea that doing this, even though you were most of the time, you're mostly dressed. You get mm-hmm. naked very infrequently, whereas I am often and if not always tits out minimum yeah. tits out uh <laughs> i mean there there was one time rather recently a month ago maybe i think it was just after the boys got out of school and we were kind of struggling mm-hmm. you know what to do and i came to you and was like here i made this video of me playing with myself i know <laughs> and the way you get to view that um we have a didn't know before I signed up for OnlyFans. We would like to build a spanking bench because the method we use for impact in our bedroom is actually very kind of painful for me at mm-hmm. this point. We make it work, but we can't. There's no 30 or 40 minute scenes in that the way we do it, and it's the best way to do it for room for you to swing and camera and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. We want to build a spanking bench, but we don't have budget for a spanking bench, so we set up a fundraiser in OnlyFans, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. If there's certain levels, if you tip at this price, the $10 is, is one of the prices, you can get a video of one of us masturbating. It's a sex tape in my mind, so you gotta mm-hmm. pay for it anyway. So it's like, oh, here. And uh, somebody did donate to that fundraiser. Thank you, if you happen to also be in this audience. Um, and I was like, okay, which one do you want? They're like, oh, I want JB. And I was <laughs> like, oh, let me send this to you. <laughs> and then at a certain point afterwards, they came back with, Oh, that was nice. <laughs> Look, I have been threatening for the entirety of our our online life together in mm-hmm. this relationship to pimp you the fuck know, out. Right? <laughs> and and I'm making there. my dreams come true. Uh, <laughs> We've gotten there. I love how confused and yeah, uh, and a little bit shy and bashful you are when I'm like, no, 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 your content is getting the likes or it's you that they want. Mm-hmm. You're always like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i know what i got here in you it's and i've been trying yeah. to monetize you from the beginning teasing um so that is a little like this most of what how our only fans works that was a lot of the conversation i get it um we are very realistic about if it can't work for a week there were a couple of weeks i had to keep i felt awful i had to keep going into only fans going we are not going to be seeing this week there's you know some stuff going on yeah. can't, i'm not going to talk about it here but you know um people were you know people who people didn't renew and i don't blame them and people would not renew for all kinds of reasons um so i think we're kind of at her core base of of fans right now um who are forgiving of that who are Mm -hmm. like no no no, it's it's fine um and so there have been times yeah we don't if we can't whether because there's other obligations or our bodies cannot handle it or minds are not in it especially if we think it would be I don't use this word lightly, but I don't necessarily mean it as serious as it'll sound. It might be dangerous for us to see, like mm-hmm. it would not be good for one or both of us. We just won't. We do not yeah. force ourselves no. um, in those times when we think it could be bad for one or both of us. All for the sake of OnlyFans, we try to stay very realistic about it, which is why when we can, you'll see there'll be photos instead. Mm-hmm. Cause I can take 20, 30 minutes away in a bedroom and quietly get some photos made. Yeah. You can do the same thing. It's right. not easy in those times of high stress. And sometimes it's still impossible, but mm-hmm. yeah. So we try to be realistic about that. Um, what else would I say about the OnlyFans before we get into I think I think that's all I can yeah. think of. So let's get into the nitty gritty of the update and what it's been like. Yeah. Okay. 
So from from your perspective, mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel about and what's it been like for you to sort of rigidly mm-hmm. schedule our fuckery and know that we're scheduling it because we feel an obligation to people who have paid yeah. for that? Um, when we first started this mm-hmm. and, and you brought this up, um, initially in my head, I was like, Oh my gosh, one more thing we have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at the same time, I was like, well, we get to have some kinky fuckery. That we were not doing. And know? and you know, and, and here's here's the, 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 the in in my mind anyway, kind of the nuts and bolts to this. Um, you know, we work together. You know, we, we do LB, we do other things that we do together. LB is loving BDSM. Sorry, that's Sorry, our shorthand yeah, code for the kids. <laughs> LB. I'm, I'm used to, yeah. Um, you know, and, and even so, you know, you have your own things that you do. And then I have my shop stuff that, that I do. Mm-hmm. And we are both very busy individuals. Mm-hmm. And, and outside of this, we could schedule kinky fuckery, but we both know that if there's something that needs to be done because of the nature of our lives, mm-hmm. it will be pushed off to the side in a heartbeat for other things that need attention. Yep. And and that's just a given. That's the way our, we, our life is structured because we... Also, we're not good at self-care. It's very hard for us true. to go, you know, if we just did the scene, we would feel, would feel so much better mm-hmm. and other things might feel a little easier yeah. temporarily. We, we are really bad at that. Yeah. So what it is like in a sense that, yes, this is rigidly structured because we do it once a week. We, we do it at a certain time in the morning. To the best of our ability. To, yeah. to the best of our ability. Um, but what it means is, yeah, we got this to look forward to. I have on the weeks we've either had to miss or we've had to push it to another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Wednesday d- is not as good as on yeah. the Wednesdays when we can keep our schedule. Mm-hmm. Even when sometimes the scenes are hard for me to get through. You're using a mean ass toy or you're pushing me in a way or yeah. or I'm feeling a bit exposed in the sense of how my body is angled and how much like an impact scene. You it really doesn't bother me. I'm bent over. I, I believe my ass is my best <laughs> asset. I love the shape of my ass, especially bent over, especially red after impact. Yes, please. We'll take pictures of that fucker all day long. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like feeling good. And then, but there are times when you'll twist me in a position or you'll move me from here to there or we're mm-hmm. doing something different. And I'm like, oh, all of, all of me is exposed. And that's not always easy, but. Yeah. Even in those times, if we don't get to do whatever the scene is, mm-hmm. either on the at the time we scheduled or some point in that week, yes, yeah, things are. I I am I am sad. I am baby girl sad when that happens. <laughs> it is life is a little less yeah. fun and colorful that week. <laughs> you know, it's it's odd because it's um, the best way I can explain it. You know, setting up the lights, setting up the camera, and then, you know, the tripod, everything. Um, all very aware of it. Yes. Okay, because it's, you know, we get the, got to get the light right, you know, the set the camera angle, yada, yada, yada. 
very aware of all that stuff in yeah, the Yeah, and actually have to go, okay, we're going to have this scene. Can can this camera angle pick up the mm -hmm. vast majority of it and it be watchable? And yeah, there is this a little bit of a mind fuckery to like, yeah. oh, we're not just going to take our clothes off and like have 20 minutes of playtime. Mm -hmm. We're going to think about it very hard and think about what the view would be like for other people mm -hmm. before we even get started. Yeah. Now, um, once I, once it starts recording, mm -hmm. then it's kind of like when, when I'm in a dungeon okay. that we're doing a scene, then that stuff kind of fades away. Do you, have you so far, I mean, we don't do super, super long scenes. It's mostly a timing mm -hmm. issue. Um, and a comfort issue, like I said. Yeah. That spanking bench, man. If we can get that built, that'll be amazing. I know. Anyway, have you found, um, through all of this over the past six months, have you gotten into top space at any point? Um, that you're, you can think I think of? the closest I came, oddly enough, was last week when I when did the bonded scene. You were so happy during that bonded I scene. Was. I was so happy I for was. you. My boobs hurt so much. <laughs> Then I did my job. Look, my boobs have never stood upright at all at that level like they did in that you're tie. You're welcome. It's called the cupcake tie if you're curious. You're welcome. I, I, I had headlights. You did. I had legit headlights. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, see, I brought, so, brought you some. You know, so, you know, yeah, I was, and it was funny because I, I was so into what we're doing. I was enjoying myself so much with the rope and, and with you. Um, a few times I was like, oh, wait, I got to move. You know, was, I got to move because camera's yeah. got to see. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You actually have gotten a lot better about that. Like early days, I'm pretty sure anybody would notice like the mm -hmm. first few videos. You know, we tried to be aware of angles in the camera, but you right. know, it's easy to forget you're in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but I would not have known as the one who edited that video. I would not have known you had that moment of, oh, shit, I better move over yeah. because you it felt seamless you seemed to be mm -hmm. aware hey i gotta go to the side here which does make so i know and i think in bondage it does so you tell me does knowing that the camera has to see as much as possible or else mm -hmm. there's nothing to put on only fans not really does that make doing the scene harder for you like coming at it from the side, doing it from different angles that aren't necessarily natural to what you would do otherwise? Um, not really, no, no. Okay, I think we've bled over from what's like scheduling our fuckery into mm -hmm. how we feel about fuckery in front of a camera. I yeah. think we're kind of already there. Yeah. That was the next like little yeah. section. I mean, I, I will say this too. Um, you know, what, what this has kind of done for me, um, you know, prior to this, when we kind of were in our lull, we've been in a lull for a long we, time. We had been in a lull for a long time. We both had our own kind of reasons for it, but, um, you know, there, there wasn't much thought that I put into things when we did do anything in those times. Okay, in the before okay. times. Okay. Um, now, I kind of look forward to, you know, 
Okay, what, what can we do next week? You know, what can we... So when do you start kind of planning for the next scene? Sometimes right after. Really? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, sometimes right after. Um, and sometimes not until the night before. Yeah. It, it you know, it, it kind of... Right. I mean, there there was one time you came to me like, oh, what are we going to... Like, Look, with everything going on this week, I had nothing. I think that was a week we skipped. That was the one week we skipped. And there was one week, I think I had known, I, there there was a lot going on during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one week where I kind of felt like you were off and I was off and I was like, hey, can we push this back to Thursday or Friday or And I was whatever. like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, an immediate, yes. Let's. Which I liked hearing because it's... I, in a perfect world, I want to keep our schedule because I like schedules and I mm-hmm. plan my whole life around my schedules. And right. yes, I have to be realistic that you can't always keep a schedule, but you know, it yeah. makes me, it's a comfort thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I was, so when I came to you and said, hey, can we push this another day? Because I got the sense that it wasn't that you didn't want to, it's just that, that I knew this was a bad day. I felt really good at how enthusiastic you were for, oh, let's do it. Let's just do it on another day. Yeah. You know, um, I also understood the one or two times we had to go. We don't have it in us to do anything yeah. this week. I, I hate that from the entrepreneurial side of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also only want, you know, I don't want this to become. And this is a concern people have. when We mentioned it six months ago. It was a thing you and I had talked about. I also don't want this to become drudgery. I don't want it to become right. a thing like that our kink scene is just something to be checked off a to-do list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, I know for me, let's put it this way. I know for me as the person who is gonna be on the receiving end of, I don't know what, I've I said it in an episode ages, not that, well, not that long ago. I've said it many times. I do not plan these scenes. I don't know what we're doing beyond whatever basics you need me to know in mm-hmm. order for me to be prepared. I don't know what's happening. So yeah, because there have been times I've laid stuff out on the bed like half hour before you walk into the room and you're like, oh. There have been a couple <laughs> times you've laid out a bunch of shit and then only yeah. like pulled one or two things. Mm-hmm. But you know, 90-ish percent of the time, I'm gonna be on the receiving end of probably something painful or uncomfortable at best. Right. And if I'm not there with my whole heart and ass, uh, I can't tolerate that kind of pain. If I'm not there Mm -hmm. because this is what I want to be doing in this moment, I can't endure the worst parts of the pain that I don't necessarily love, but I'm willing to go through because I know you like it. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely not a, th- you know, we're not much like our podcast. We're not really professionals. Y'all I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to scene for the sake of the content. Right. And, and it's the same thing with me because if I'm not in a proper mindset to, to, to play and play safely. Right. All right. Then, you know, that that is not a reason to to do it just for the content. Right now. Okay. You know, because the last thing I want to do is, is hurt you. And I think that's something we've been very mindful of, even though we haven't had a uh, direct conversation about mm-hmm. it. We... I mean, I want to hurt you, but not... Right, consensually. There's a difference. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't understand the difference, you're probably not a sadist or a masochist. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Um, But, you know... Fuck, I lost my train of thought. I hate it when I do that. 
hate it when I do I that. I can't help you. I have no clue where you were going no, with it. No, no. It was there, and then it was gone in a flash. Yeah. Um, no, but we have... I think that's that's why I think where I was thinking. Other than the fact that we know we're selling access to this content, we know mm-hmm. why we're making this content, and we set up a video camera, which is all a lot of shit. Like, the, the, none of that can be dismissed. It's why, you know, the the selling point, yeah, air quote that, of our OnlyFans to me is, this is us scening. This is, yeah. you know, this is what it is like for us. That part is as organic as it can be, even when you know you're being recorded. Now, for me, I'm aware of the camera, I think at an extent that you're not, but that's because I think also I'm an exhibitionist. So mm-hmm. I'm aware when I'm being watched in a dungeon, I'm fucking there for it. I do my best to poke my ass out, arch my back just you a do. little bit more, right? You do. Um, <laughs> I don't have near enough experience to know what plays well on camera yet. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I will try to exaggerate a move because I know the camera's picking up because I'm like, well, is it gonna be picked up in the same way like people sitting there would? And I don't know. But you know, even this, my brain who has constantly got 85 tabs open and three are playing music, um, I can still let go enough. Like I have that thought, Mm -hmm. but that's a brief fleeting thing. And then I'm still there in the scene. So I'm still, we're still teasing one another. I'm still whining. I'm still going, you hate me, don't you? (laughs) Still sassy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, to my own detriment. Mm-hmm. You know, you would think, I like to think I'm an intelligent woman. <laughs> and you would think somebody who is constantly thinking, trying to think logically about all of the things all at once, at some point that my brain would go, you do know you're sassing the man holding the mean flogger you don't like. Maybe this is a bad idea. But then there's the other part of my brain, I think the devil, and that's the angel. The devil's like, yeah, whatever, it'll be fine. You've made it through worse. <laughs> I mean, yesterday you had your sass turned up. I was having so much fun. To 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 a high level. And I even reminded you, I was like, you know what's gonna happen tomorrow morning. You sure you mm-hmm. wanna do this? I know. And, I was, and I'm a damn the consequences kind of person. I'm like, yeah, this might not work out for me, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I just, cause it's, it, that goes back to the whole, I don't feel like, I, I don't like the word brat for me because mm-hmm. any, it's never intentional. I'm not doing it so that you will go harder. I have the optimistic side of me that goes, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll work out, it'll mm-hmm, be fine. Mm-hmm. Much like I handle a lot of things in my life that don't always feel good. <laughs> well, we found the word that fits you perfectly now. That's true. Sassicist. Sassicist, yeah. Yeah. See, uh, that, if you're not familiar with that term, I had never heard, and it's not like a real term, it's somebody yeah. memed it, they, they made it cutesy. Mm-hmm. I only know that it could exist on the internet somewhere because I was lurking behind JB's shoulder looking at his computer screens, <laughs> multiple, yeah. and I saw that he had a, a graphic that said Sassicist, and I was like, <laughs> I fucking love that, please send that to me. Uh, that has nothing to do with this topic. Um, but yeah, I think that that's... Well, at, least, at least let me tell them what okay, go the, ahead. the meaning of a sassy is. A person who is too sassy to brat and enjoys activities that appear to be painful. A masochist with sass. Yes. I don't understand that top line of too sassy to brat. Because I don't think that that, is, that exists. I think if you're a brat, 
you're automatically sassy. You mm. might not use that term for yourself, and that's okay. But I think that like, like that's there. That's there. I would say not sassy enough to be a brat. Um, but anyway, we're quibbling sassicus. Yeah. Yes, and that does that. I think comes through in our scenes. Ella came into the office, if you're wondering what that meow is, and now can't get herself out of the office. She forgot how the entrance she used worked. Or doesn't so it's understand. only a one-way win. It's only a yeah. one-way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we... I think, I mean, anything you'd like to add in the topic we did not really delineate about <laughs> um, how you feel about doing our very regular, this our mm-hmm. truly our fuckery with a camera on, like anything else um, that? No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, other than, like I said, I, at, at first, um, I was very concerned that, you know, doing it on a specific day and, and having to do it on a specific time that it was going to become rote mm-hmm. and and it would you know kind of fall apart but having it on that schedule again like i say i'm, I'm going to reinforce that you know the the lives we live between our work together and 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 the boys having it scheduled like that has been such a big bonus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it also helps that we've stayed realistic. If the schedule doesn't work, yeah. we don't make we don't force ourselves to fit the schedule. Right. We make it work to fit our lives. Mm-hmm. But and I said this six months ago, and I still can I still believe this because I know me, and I know this doesn't work for everybody. I'm not saying it should. Having it monetized gives me a greater sense of urgency because we're so shitty at self-care. Do the thing that would just make us happy for 20 minutes and feel good and we'd like be a little less Mm -hmm. tense. Yeah, I should do that. Do the thing for money that also gives me those benefits. (laughs) The downside is Mm. that um, it means that there's undue stress that's all it's all me. Nobody's putting it on me. You're not putting it on me. The fans aren't putting it on me. My own sense yeah. of obligation to, I owe this mm-hmm. content to people who have paid for it. Right. So far, knock on wood, we have managed to navigate that in a way where the, the stress I did feel was temporary. And I just kind of went, you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to put the message out on only on our OnlyFans page, on our timeline and go, look, there's stuff that's come up. We can't, we can't see this week. And then I had to do it a second week. I am so sorry. And then I kind of went, if people like don't renew and don't stick around, I get it. And I'm not mad at Mm -hmm. it. I think I would Mm -hmm. feel a lot, a lot, a lot more stressed if this was our main source of income or our only income, that would be completely different. And I don't think I could do it if it was a main or only source of income. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. now, would I like for it to become a significant portion of our income? Of course I would, but sure. I also think that would change the relationship that we have with it. That is Ella again, meowing in the background, thinking she's trapped in the office. Um, I will, I'll, I'm gonna move to the next section when JB gets back to his chair and his microphone. I think we've kind of answered this one though. Yeah. So this one should be. Should I have to navigate my way around Lola, who's laying on the floor right at my feet? Because she was laying at your feet because she loves you. Yeah. Okay. So next thing, and this was a thing that was brought up uh, a couple of times when we first mentioned we were doing OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, it's only been six months. True. If we do a like a one year update next January, maybe the answer will be different. Uh, are you? 
have you gotten bored? Do you get bored? Does it become boring because it's a scheduled rote thing that we do that we feel a smidge obligation to do? No, it, it, it at this point in time, I'm going to say absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think <laughs> a good part of that is because, um, we, we do only, you know, film and record once a week. I think yes. if we were trying to do more than that, yes, that that would be too much. Um, but um, you know, no, I I, I don't feel bored, um, and I think I said earlier, I I kind of look forward to, you know, well, what can I come up with this week? What what little twist can I? put in here to make it different from what we how we played last week you Mm -hmm. know i like that this this has kind of i don't know forced is the right word but it's gotten us both mostly you because you plan these things Mm -hmm. to go deep into the toy bag like we are absolutely creatures of habit oh yeah when we have one or two or three favorites we tend to just do the same thing over and over Over and again, over again which is good and we enjoy it we wouldn't do it otherwise but knowing that we're offering content up for somebody else's hopeful viewing pleasure mm-hmm. um we have to be more creative than that we ha- i mean yeah we we need to mix it up at least a little bit a mm-hmm. lot of it is the same there will be weeks where it's impact 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 but it we don't want it to be the exact same impact every week right. we would probably be very happy with that on our own mm-hmm. except on our own when we weren't on a schedule again our schedule we've dictated because we do only fans not just because we like a schedule yeah um you know, even we would get bored of that. Eventually we'd be like, oh, we're mm-hmm. gonna skip a scene this week, or maybe it's a month between times. Right. Because we are kind of stuck in our, this is what we like, and we and we know what reaction we're gonna get. We know what, yeah. you know, uh, today's, oops, sorry, Lola, I didn't mean to kick you. In today's um, scene, the video of which will be out uh, on Friday, so the day this episode goes live for podcast listeners, Um you used a paddle that you made that is not for sale and will not, mm-hmm. it's not one that's gonna go into production or anything like that. And I had already had it tested on me and I knew this thing was a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, and it was stingy as fucking hell. Um, and it's your birthday and they're your birthday Spanx. And of course, mm-hmm. like I, if I had needed to, I could have safe ordered, but you, don't play to those edges of my limits. You're going right. to try and keep me safely mm-hmm. in what what I can handle or right. will handle. I mean, you know, I don't want it to end too soon because I, I want to enjoy myself too. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, birthday spank, we found out, birthday spank scenes are much quicker than the things we do most other times. But at the end of it, I was like, okay, when it's my birthday, will you hit me with something I like? And in a way I like, because it'll be my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he did verbally say yes. I don't have it in writing, but we do have a verbal agreement. I'll yeah. consider that a verbal yeah. contract. I'll, I'll say it here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, all these people listening and watching, they've heard it. Yes. So, you know, in that sense, I can't I can't get bored because it is something different mm-hmm. every week. Now, I have found that there are weeks where my head is in not the best I'm not in the best headspace and then that just happens to be the the week you're like you know what let's use the thing she hates the most and those are sometimes a little harder for me to get through not in the to the extent I'm gonna say for it out or nope out and go no no we're not doing this or whatever 
but I actually tend to, in that case, I tend to lean into my reaction more. I don't mm-hmm. exaggerate my reactions. Those are my real reactions. Right. But I, um, if it's just you and I, and I'm trying to be a good little submissive for you, to the extent that I can, and I'm not very good at it, I will try to hold still and I will try, I won't minimize cries because you love that, but like I'll try to endure, I'll try to endure. Something about knowing I'm being watched, it's the exhibitionist in me. Mm-hmm. If it's a tough scene because you're using the little fuckers that sting and like feel like nettles they're not, but that's what they feel like, uh, um, I'm gonna like pull away because I know you're gonna pull me back. I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. hit, switch my hips up or move or duck down or whatever because. I'm putting on a show as an exhibitionist and that's the fun part for me mm-hmm. while you're doing the fun part for you. Yeah. And so, so far, yeah, I'm not, bo- I'm not bored. I'm not even close to bored because I'm like, wow, what can we do next? I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm already thinking further ahead. I, um, cannot wait for the boys to go back to school and, uh, bring out the devils. Remember oh, them? Remember I hate them? the devils. Yeah, yeah, the little devils. I hate the devils. Yeah, I hate do. the devils. Yeah, you do. I hate the devils. I love them. I know you do. <laughs> and I'm very, look, look, I think this only stays sustainable while we're having fun. We said that in January, yes. too. If it stops being fun or it fucks up our kink life in a way that we start, like, dreading fuckery or just mm-hmm. not wanting to scene or it impacts our power exchange, we would just stop. Like, easy, done. Yeah. Um, but so far, it is still fun to Correct. do. Um, now, to add on to that, obviously the the doing different things and the scenes are fun. Are is there anything else that's fun about it for you, or or that keeps it enjoyable for you beyond just the scene itself? Does the fact that we're doing it for an audience, or we're on OnlyFans, or we might make ten bucks, or whatever, whatever, does that factor in for you at all? Um. A little bit, but not much. Um, for me, it's more about what goes on between you and I. Yeah, I think that's, for me, that's the, the main focus. Mm-hmm. If that's not right, it, the rest of it don't fucking matter. I've, I've almost come to think of it as, you know, the, the, the recording and the OnlyFans thing is secondary. Mm-hmm. What, what is important is what happens between you and I in the in that time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree i it's probably the exhibitionist to me it is likely also the been making kinky content for over 10 years now in mm-hmm. me i like doing it for an audience that wants to be there mm-hmm. true um I, do I wish there were more people there yeah i do mm-hmm. for, uh, for many reasons <laughs> uh Partly because I like money, partly because I feed off of that. The mm-hmm. more people there are who want to be there and, you know, know how to enjoy the things they enjoy and then, like, not worry about the things they don't. And, you know, instead of how the larger Internet wants to tell you about why you're wrong because you did a thing they don't enjoy. Like, meh. Yeah. like, like how our community is around here, like if it doesn't apply, you let it fly kind of deal. But if you like it Mm -hmm. and you're like in it, you're like, yeah, like I like making shit for audiences like that. Yeah. Which is why as difficult, and we're going to get into the very final question that I think some people might have on their, their minds about what they think they know about OnlyFans. Um, You know, 
it's and then I lost my train of thought because that's how my mm-hmm. brain works. So I like I want to do it for a larger audience, of course, but I want to do it for our kind of audience because our kind of audience, which is proven from YouTube and podcast and mm-hmm. blah blah blah, you know, the folks who want to be there and are enjoying it, I want to do things for them that they want to be there for and enjoy. Sure. And so I enjoy that side of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoy looking at the numbers too. I mean, there is a money <laughs> aspect to this. Um, and would you say that that also looking at the numbers also feeds into your exhibitionist side? It feeds into my need for validation and that's very dangerous. It's ah. very dangerous because the the looking at the monetary stuff and it going up and down and like we're at a low right now that mm-hmm. I'd had in my head an internal number like if we could get to here and maintain that I'd feel really good but we've dipped way the fuck down why because uh the business of OnlyFans is tougher than most people think right. uh <laughs> it's hard fucking work I've got mad respect for anybody who like ekes out a living there um but so when the numbers are high and the the subscriptions yeah. are rolling in, oh, I feel so fucking validated. I'm ready to make all kinds of content. Mm-hmm. And when it dips or drops, I'm like, oh. Yeah. The nice thing is I, I, I don't have the, oh, people don't like me thing. I have, mm-hmm. which I think is uh, equally as potentially dangerous. I have the, I'm not doing enough thing because I get a lot of validation from doing more mm. and more and more. And you, you know what? You, you just made a good point. It, it's just like anything else. Um, you know, we... How many years now have we been doing Living BDSM? Since 2015, so eight or nine, eight or depending nine. on how you count mm-hmm. years or whatever. So, you know, um, and and the only the only fans has been relatively new. Six, six months, months, yeah. You know, um it's it's like anything else it's a job oh god yeah it's a, it, it's job. a job i mean just yeah. like the podcast you get out of it what you put into it you know yes. the the effort but um, only fans is actually harder because in podcasts and youtube videos and blogs and even to an extent social media there's searchability so right. you can be found by somebody who's looking for your kind of content with sure. only fans you can't search shit on OnlyFans. People got to know that you exist and click a specific link. And so it is even harder. So let me say again, mad respect to anybody working on the OnlyFans life because mm-hmm. it's it's tough. Yeah. So that segues into the final thing because I don't I didn't get a lot of this from people, but there were a couple like little comments or little things or and and ways people I think think that this kind of stuff works. So. Did we get rich in six months from being on OnlyFans? I, I still haven't retired. <laughs> no. No, we knew. Because, no. like I said, the promotion, you can create really great content for OnlyFans. And mm-hmm. I don't, wouldn't even classify our content as, quote, really great. It's really real. It's really us. Just, you know, we're more concise. I'll say that. We're more fucking concise. Um, but the the success on OnlyFans is about the promotion of OnlyFans. Yes. And that, I found out yes. very quickly, can be and often is its own full-time job. Right. And guess who ain't got time for another full-time job? Mm-hmm. So I also know part of the reason we haven't grown much is that I am just not part of, and that part of that mm-hmm. is 
where we are online, and this is for anybody who's actually interested in the business side of OnlyFans, so it's fine if you like, you know, go to the bathroom, go get a go get a snack, even fast forward through this part, I don't care. Um, the the platforms we are on mm-hmm. primarily where we promote our podcast, which obviously is kink themed, but is the artwork and the, the a lot of the information is sort of safe for work. Like you're not gonna click on something, there are gonna be boobies there. Like you yeah. that's not we can kind of promote in any space that we're at to the extent that I'm willing to promote there. Um OnlyFans is a is different, right? Like mm-hmm. in some cases you wanna post more explicitly so people understand what they might be you know, to kind of tease and go, hey, don't you want to like get more of this? In other ways, you know, promotion is just be yourself, but link to that OnlyFans and make it clear your own OnlyFans. And I'm like, I, I'm, I don't know how to be myself on the internet. That's a whole other thing. Um, and also loving BDSM as an entity is, mm-hmm. you know, from a, from an entrepreneurial perspective, I, I can absolutely see people going, why did you do this? this you're killing yourself on marketing because when I promote us, when I talk about us, it is about the information and helping people have happier, healthy, more power exchange relationships. Sure. And it is sometimes hard to slip in that OnlyFans messaging. Oh, look, here's my ass mm-hmm. next to the post about what is being a dominant yeah. mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for and I, I know because I talked to at least a couple of people who, after we announced that we were going to start OnlyFans in January, they were like, "Ooh, I'm thinking about doing the same thing." You know, can can I ask you some mm-hmm. questions? I was like, "Yeah, sure, not a problem." Um, you know for anybody who's like, maybe I'll do something like that too. Um, you gotta build your promotion and marketing almost as much, if not more than your content. Yeah. Um, so I am, while I would love to mm-hmm. have growth there because the exhibitionist to me, the person who likes paying her mortgage, the person who gets validation when numbers go up, look, that's between me and a future yeah. therapist to talk I mean, about why I, that's not good, but I, there it is. I, I follow. I would, but it, it requires so much work to yeah, do that. I, I follow a number of, of content creators on s- social media platforms, and oh my gosh, the, the amount of effort they put into promoting mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And, and the fact that because of social media being what it is and so unfriendly some of these people have three four even five different accounts that they you know do under in case one gets and if you thought i wasn't gonna go on TikTok for kink talk to talk about kink stuff and loving bdsm i'm sure shit not gonna go there to promote our OnlyFans because people get banned left right you can grow to millions of followers and have that snatched out from under you and i just can't tolerate that i can't tolerate that so, um, you know, to to promote it, you know, that in itself is almost, yes, a full-time job. And I'm, I'm still doing a lot of research and learning and trying to, I know other people are like this. I did not understand how many other people are like this until I like got on the internet <laughs> 20 <laughs> years ago. But um, I'm the type of person that, I take in as much information as I can, and I can't always synthesize that information into a plan right away. Sometimes mm-hmm. the plan becomes like, it comes to me, like I can see it clear as day, I know exactly what I need to do based on all my research. And sometimes like right now, I've got to let that information like 
percolate and maybe simmer in my brain. And then I will literally wake up at one point and go, ah, this is how I can make this work with these platforms. Mm -hmm. These are the things I'm and I can see the roadmap. And until I can see the roadmap in my head of how it's going to work, I can't proceed. So right now the marketing side of, Hey, by the way, we're on OnlyFans is very haphazard. It's very, it's very uneven. It's not polished. It's not great. Nothing we've ever done has been polished (laughs) no matter how hard I try. Um, We're just us. We're just us. (laughs) And and on one level, that's what I want it to be because if by some fucking miracle, our OnlyFans ever grew to the epic proportions that Optimus dreamy me would fucking love then we're talking, then the conversation about how we feel about scening becomes something completely different because scening at that point is absolutely our job in a way that right now it's like a side hustle, mm-hmm. part-time job that, yes. you know, if I have to put it down, it I could still pay the mortgage, right? Like right. there's a different intensity to that. So mm-hmm. while the part of me that dreams and dreams trying to manifest shit is like, ooh, yes, let's be in the top 0.01 <laughs> something percent. The other part of me that's more realistic about how, but wait, at the end of the day, I want to keep having fun. Mm -hmm. I want, I don't want to feel like I have to be somebody I'm not. And and I don't want to either have certain expectations placed on me or put these expectations on myself of what I quote, think I'm supposed to do because I'm, you know, got this massive audience, which we definitely don't have on OnlyFans. Like I don't like, there's a, there's a give and take to that as well. But the, big reality for anybody who's considering something like this is it is the rare exception that makes it to those levels. Those people do make it there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes after literal years and years of very hard work and sometimes, right. you know, somebody gets lucky. I don't see us being that way because uh, that's just not how we have been with anything else we've done. Right. So right now I get to go, it's still fun. Yes. And I'm still having fun. And yes, it is technically a stream of revenue, but it is not, and it is is one that has come in handy. We have we have utilized mm-hmm. it, but it's not the main one or the most important Correct. one. Correct. Um, but I also have to have that conversation with myself of okay, looking at the money we're earning, is that worth the investment of time? And so there's that weighing that comes in with anything you do, where you're going to try and make some money from it, or you're going to spend invest something time, effort, energy, whatever, to hopefully get something, whether that's money or something else, mm-hmm. is it worth it? Yeah. Um, for right now, it continues to be worth it. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's, I, like, I could kind of geek out on this topic, but I don't think that the vast majority of y'all no. really give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> I enjoy the fact that we do OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what? I was thinking about this too because I think somebody might ask this question. I have not labeled myself publicly as a sex worker, although by the definition of what we do on OnlyFans, that would absolutely, I think, be an appropriate label. But the reason yeah. I haven't used that label is not because I have a problem with that label at all. Although, yes, I absolutely understand the stigma attached to it and the yeah. the risks involved and all that. But it's almost like because I don't feel like I've earned that uh, mm. that title. 
even though yes, technically I'm doing part-time the work of it because the sex workers I see online, regardless of what their level of success is and like how much money they're making or whatever, the hustle and the work and the knowledge because they've had to navigate all these platforms that kick them off and, yeah. and the things that make them safe versus unsafe. And they have like this level of knowledge and experience and hustle and grind and shit they've gone through that I like, we've had our, you know, when you talk about sex and kink on the internet, you are subject to some of the same issues that a sex worker would face online, but mm -hmm. not to the same extent at all. Yeah. Uh, it's much more intense <laughs> uh, that. And so like, yes, technically, but also, I don't know if, if I just, I've earned that. I know. Like, yeah. do, we des do we deserve to call ourselves that? I, I know. I, I kind of thought that too. It's technical almost like, definition, sure, you know, but. Have we have we reached that level mm -hmm. that we can mm -hmm. you know that mm -hmm. we are? Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird. It's strange. I do want to close with one more thing because oh, I know there's going to be an email or a tweet or a YouTube comment. But what about your kids? Okay, so we said this in how we plan this. We don't mm -hmm. do this to the base the extent that we can when the kids are around. We do not talk about the fact that we have an OnlyFans. Our kids understand that we talk about, and I specifically work within sex and kink in certain ways. They know we have a podcast, they know we have a YouTube channel. They have seen a paddle, a cane, a thing laying around that's been made for the kinkery. Like I think the 17 year old who is literally on the cusp of being a legal adult at age 18 knows a lot more because one, he's nosier, two, he's more observant. The youngest tends to, unless, unless you sit him down and show him something, he, it goes right over his head. I don't know how much of that is age and how much of that is just mm -hmm. internal wiring. Um, so they understand some basics about it. I don't think, probably the oldest does, but I don't think they even really understand that we're in a kinky relationship, DS, like power exchange. Um, so no, we do not talk about the fact that we have an OnlyFans. No, we, this, you know, we're not, we're doing our absolute best when we do have to scene in the house while these children are still fucking here, please go back to school. Yeah. That was true before we turned a camera on though, right? Like yeah. we, every summer we've gone, oh my God, when are they going back to school? Mm -hmm. Cause I want a loud scene. We have to wait for them to leave. So we either literally today, it is July 12th in fucking Florida. Everybody's been under a fucking heat dome. Oh God, uh, Arizona, Nevada, that area. I am oh, so fucking man. sorry. We're fucking hot as shit, but you know what? I don't want the questions or to have the conversation with kids about what the fuck we're doing. So did I go get my ass beat in the hot, humid fucking weather out in, in your wood shop to avoid that? Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we handle this. We're probably more strict with this than we are with anything else we do at this point yeah. because it is more explicit. Right. We do not want our children drawn into it. If they can benefit from any financial gain, great. When they are old enough, like once the 17 year old is the 18 year old, if he asks a question that I'm willing to answer, it doesn't violate boundaries I've set for mm -hmm. myself. I'll have an adult conversation with them, but that is also the kid that has been, I think only semi teasing <laughs> that he is waiting till he's 18 to do his own lewd and nude stuff. And I've been like, okay, well, when you turn 18, if that's the direction you go, come talk to me. Cause there's some shit I got to tell you about how this shit works. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, for any pearl clutching that might fucking go on because there's always pearl clutching when it's like mm -hmm. you're raising children, but also you're kinky. Yeah. And then for us, for the scenes, we handle it 
much like we handled it before we turned a camera on, right. but also we're much more aware now that it's out there online. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you have to pay to access it. We don't give that away for free, but we understand that. We do our best to keep a, a strict wall between them and us. It does help that they don't want to fucking know. Right. They, <laughs> Yeah, there are some kids who would be way too curious and go snooping and then regret their decision. Our kids are like, we know you do weird shit. We don't want to fucking know. Please don't tell us. And I'm like, good, I wasn't gonna, you know, boundaries, yeah. appropriateness. You're not even a legal fucking adult. So, yeah, for, for that last little bit, for anybody who's mm -hmm. like super worried about what about the kids, okay? Yeah. We know, so, yeah. Mm. I didn't mean to go on a mini rant. <laughs> uh, it's been a, yeah. No. And, and yeah, Rara Bratty Doms are the biggest brats in the whole world, she said in chat. There and is a piece of merch. I think what it's What's the Safe Words merch. And it. I think the shirt says Bratty Daddy or Bratty mm -hmm. Dom. Mr. Christofferson wore it. And I want to get it for you. you I want you to have it. I, I can't tell you how many times Kayla has looked at me. And gone. And who's the brat? Oh, <laughs> I'm either. And see, the thing is, is you all will do be a little willful because it's their sadism there. You'll be mm -hmm. a little willful. It's not sass like me. It's absolutely like poke the bear kind of stuff. I'm just sassing over of here, course. having a good time, thinking I'm hilarious and a delight. Okay. <laughs> if nothing else, I'm amusing myself. You ever hear like plotting my demise with a smile on your face? So yes, sadism, but there's an essence when there's the brat involved and it's just, yeah. You know it when you, you experience it. That's true, that's true. And yeah, you're a bratty daddy for sure. Okay. All right, so are we good? Uh, yeah, I could keep talking because again, of I could geek out could. on stuff like this, yeah. but. Um, and, you know, we might do a one-year update. Um, that would be next January. We shall see. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Um, I will say if you have questions that are not the judgy kind, y'all, mo most of y'all would not have judgy questions. These yeah. are like legit questions. But every once in a while, somebody sneaks through. I'm like, how did you get here? Are you lost? Um, but if you have <laughs> questions or you, things you're curious about, um, you can leave a comment. But if you if you don't want to do that, you can um, email us. Um, there's a contact page on our website. Mm -hmm. um, I also created actual email addresses. I did not create. I I had a nice person create for us. Like it's Kayla at lovingbdsm.net, John at lovingbdsm.net. But you can like, you can message and email and whatever yeah. and reach out that way. Um, mm -hmm. I'm slow in responding, but I usually respond to most most of those. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So are we ready to carry on? I don't know. Okay. Keep, Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Yeah, I talk to the crickets. Last week I gave you permission to talk to crickets, and you're like, I don't have anything to say. I, I have one thing. I do have one thing. I don't know if I have anything after that, but I do have one thing. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I believe it was Taishu who suggested this, but we need an emoji of the week. Yeah. And the emoji of the week, I think, is suggested by Taishu in the live chat, would be. Um, it's the fire. It's fire. the flame. Or the or the pepper. 
Yeah, well, you can't have we, two. We got to pick one. Okay. And I saw the flame, okay. the fire then we, flame. Then, then we'll go with the flame. I don't know if you go searching for fire, it'll pop up, or flame, it might pop up, but yeah. Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, that's our that's our um, emoji of the week. Okay. It's the fire. Fire! And a reminder, if anybody is interested in um, actually seeing what we do on OnlyFans, the link is in the places. It's a link tree uh, for YouTube, but in the podcast show notes, um, it's a direct link. Also, if you just go to our website, lovingbdsm.net, we have a banner like right at the fucking top of the page. It's like, join our OnlyFans or join us on OnlyFans or whatever. Um, so... Um, yeah and like i said first month you can see everything that's there for five dollars mm-hmm. um and then after that it's ten ten bucks a month mm. so yeah and ooh, i would i would love to for that fundraiser for the spanking bench to take off because that would be mm-hmm. nice i know yeah. t- uh, times are tough for folks so like right. i totally get it um and we do so i was thinking about this we i need to update the custom content that we offer we're so small that you know there's not enough people who are like oh yeah by the way i'd like custom content i one of the things we we do offer but we've not promoted it Mm -hmm. is um like i did for you today uh, i do every year on your birthday i take your birthday spanks yeah one of our pieces of custom content that we will make for somebody is i will take your birthday spanks that's true just saying that's true just saying yep so, um, so what's going on? What's going on? That's um, not all of that. Um, I've just been keeping on, keeping on. Um, we started watching season three of The Witcher. Yes. I wish they had just fucking released the whole damn season all at once. I know. We've got one, one left more episode of the left. first five, and then the next three will be out when the end of the end of July. July twenty seventh, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've been doing that. I've still been uh, playing Destiny two when I can. Jump on the computer and and mm-hmm. play. Um, kind of at a point with the with the game, I still enjoy it, but um, doing the the certain quests and bounties and different things that they have takes time yeah you, you gotta have the time to commit to sit and, and play them so you know i still do i'm i'm, I'm enjoying the game i have fun with it mm-hmm. um what else still moving forward with um settling my mom's estate that has is going slower than it, we hoped it would but it is at yeah. least still happening it, it's still forward moving. i'm i yeah i wish it happening quicker than it is but it the fact that it is happening i i am quite happy with mm-hmm. that um you got your birthday present a day early i did mm-hmm. i did um kayla set up um for us to have pedicures so i, I i'm gonna point this out some people have probably clocked it if you've seen everything on, i've posted on social media so far so for jb's birthday we went and got pedicures yep we did birthday spankings of which I received. And then after the scene, we went to the coffee place that's super expensive, but so fucking good. Oh. And we got special coffees. Mm-hmm. Is it only your birthday? <laughs> I am benefiting from your birthday. You, you seem to be. You, 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 you really seem to be. Yes, you do. <laughs> 
and I and because you got a pedicure, mm-hmm. uh, and I got one too. Although I could have just like sent him and been like, "Here, I'm taking you here. Yeah. I'll be back in an hour." But, um, but you know I what? Have a I color on my toes. I, I genuinely enjoy getting pedicures, mm-hmm. and you know, it'd been nice. You say, you know, oh yeah, you, you just go get your pedicure. But I I enjoy us doing it together. Yeah, we don't even talk that much. We all four of us the. The two of us and then the two people who were doing our pedicures, we were just sitting in, I think, pretty comfortable silence. They yeah. were focused and working. They, they were doing their thing, and we were just sharing just, yeah. sharing a moment, which mm-hmm. was very nice. And mm-hmm. it was very relaxing and, and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yes, you can now touch me with your feet <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> and with, with both the people there that were working, I was like, you, you both... Our witness to this, you heard this. <laughs> hey, I just put she, it. She gave me consent. I just put it on YouTube and on a podcast. <laughs> I know how many people download our podcast. I can actually say confidently, literally thousands of people will eventually have heard that. So. All right. <laughs> so Silent Wing in live chat said, if JB's toes aren't Barbie pink, is he doing pedicures right? You know, I think you would comfortably rock a color. If you like, if you chose to, I thought about it yesterday. Did you? I did. Well, I walked in, and it was the same place that we've got been there before. Um, we did a couples thing a year ago, where we did a couples massage, and then we did pedicures mm-hmm. together, and we liked the place. And then when my mom came to town for the seventeen-year-old's graduation, she's like, "Let's go to pedicures together." And we went there, so I liked them. And the color that needed to come off is the one they had put on. Um, and I walk in, and I apparently am so comfortable here. I just look at the wall of colors having to go, I need bold. I need something bold. Yes. <laughs> and the the woman who ended up doing your pedicure but has, has done mine twice before, um, she said, I bet it's going to be that sparkly one. And there were several sparkly ones, but I had been wa- looking at this mm-hmm. turquoise glitter one that if anybody remembers or wants to go back to the the recording of the last time i got my hair uh dyed and it was the dark turquoise that it always starts out at before it does whatever it's doing now it is that color but with glitter and i went yes that's the one she went, <laughs> somehow i thought that was what i was looking at too i thought that was the one you would pick i'm like but i need a bold i need a bold so um Rara asked yeah. if, about you. Would you be allowed to pink or would it have to be purple? It would have to be whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> what color would you choose for yourself if you were to put nail polish on? Um, I, I thought about, I mean, yesterday I was thinking about uh, maybe I'll do black. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine your toes in black. I bet it would look really cool, but like mm-hmm. my brain can't, can't wrap make itself that, around can't it. make that picture. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I would, I would if you let me, because I've got some amazing black nail polish. Actually, I would paint your toes for you now that they're all pedicured, pre-pedicure. <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say I'd do your nails in black because I have one coat black from Hollow Taco. Mm. So mm. yeah, if you want me to, I will. Oh God, <laughs> Tayshu, I think is being uh, a bratty dom right now. <laughs> In the live chat, for folks who can't see it, um, Tayshu says, throwing this out there, can you position yourself in a partner so you can both top and bottom impact at the same time? Try to get the other to say red. You wouldn't let me. You are no, so anti-bottoming no. and impact. Like It's like me and voyeurism. It's a, almost a revulsion. Um, but 
I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, that can be a mystery that I never solve. So. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. So yeah. And then to, um, when we're done here um, in less than an hour, I got to go pick up your cake. Yep. It's a Publix cake. If you know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's actually a <laughs> miniature cake because in less than in about a week, we will have the cake for the 18 year old right um so i yeah that's a I, lot of cake I'm, I'm kind of at the point too you know used to get the big cakes and have leftover cake which is always kind of cool but yeah you know it's kind of nice not having a whole lot of leftovers anymore uh-oh we have an idea for our, for only fans says she would pay money to see you get waxed Ooh. he is such an anti pain like ultimate big baby on pain like the things that I don't even blink at at this point, not because I'm a masochist, I think just because uh, I've been raised and socialized as a woman in, in this world. Um, yeah, he'd be mm-mm, that, mm-mm, that, that, mm-mm. that, ooh. I don't um, think you could handle it. Probably not. Um, you know, I, I do manscape. You do but, with a trimmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that I don't know. I'm 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 a hairy beast <laughs> who hates pain. Yeah, <laughs> hates pain. I like so um, don't I, stub I, your toe. I, I don't no. know. I don't know. I, I don't think, think so. I, I don't think mm. there's enough money for you. I think it would be like Steve Carell's character in the Forty Year Old. One strip would come off. You'd be speaking and, in tongues, and, and my eyes would pop out of my yeah, head. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. um so yeah we'll be picking up your cake this afternoon and then for dinner we're going to apparently it's a very small like when i say chain it's not a chain chain but like there are locations across the u.s Mm -hmm. um but your favorite place to go paisanos yes um and then what have you thought maybe you haven't have you thought about what you want to do when we get home from dinner and it's just you're you don't have to go anywhere you can wear your soft clothes what mm-hmm. are you going to do with your evening mm-hmm. on your birthday um i think i'd probably like to sit and play some video game okay, okay. good for you you should it's your birthday <laughs> it's your birthday um fur babies are good lola yep. has moved from laying down at your feet to laying down she at my went over feet to visit you for a bit yeah right right she's very calm and quiet right now mm-hmm. ella who was the one meowing <laughs> in the background at different times uh of this week's episode would come into the office through our bedroom window but then didn't realize she could get out the same way and so would go to the door and, and, and cry and, and, and cry like she was stuck behind the door <sighs> yep, yep yep good thing she's pretty i know god um yeah the the kids are the kids the 17 year old is about to be the 18 year old Mm -hmm. that that's Um, that feels weird that feels weird to all of us yeah Yeah. um yeah no we're just we're just you know doing Mm -hmm. what we do yep um uh you know I'm, i'm still working away in the shop um you know things things are going well with with the kinkery um, but man, with this heat bubble we're under, uh, I try to get out in the shop early and sometimes by 10 o'clock I'm, I'm done. I can't, I've had all I can take. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I've been trying to, to do the resin work that I do that doesn't need you while you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that no later than mid morning and whoo, I'm drenched. I'm just standing yep. still in the garage. I'm not mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're just 
keep on keeping on. Yep. Uh, and I guess at that we need to go so we can keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. It's uh, almost one thirty. I know. Uh, f- for us, we yeah. don't we don't know about when you're listening, watching your yeah. time zone. We're mm-hmm. time travelers. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining. Thanks for celebrating Jamie's mm-hmm. birthday with us thank, and letting thank us. Thank you. Thank you again for all the birthday wishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for letting us ramble about OnlyFans, which I know is very niche topic. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody yeah. gives a shit. Um, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.